explosion grows, the whistle blows, and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps, and the players pop, and the fans all go insane. Someone wrong, Bobby scores at the good old hockey game. Oh, good old hockey game. And welcome in to another great edition of Board Check. That has apparently become a Sunday show. Didn't really plan that, but it seems to work out the best, so that's just what we're going to go with. For those that are new or accidentally found this show, welcome. Thanks for coming in. I'm Jeremy the Impact York from Impact Media. Board Check is our weekly hockey-related show where we talk about the Nashville Predators and the Carolina Hurricanes of the NHL. We talk greatest uh, NHL topics and headlines from the week, and we talk Atlanta Gladiators here locally who are the ECHL affiliate of the Ottawa Senators. So, okay, so we're throwing some Senator stuff. This is actually our, our uh, longest tenured and longest running show. It did take a small hiatus, but we've had the most seasons of this. We enjoy it. It's a lot of fun. Hockey is one of the best sports. We know that. That's why you tune into the show. So, welcome into the show. Without further ado, let's jump right into some Nashville Predator news or Nashville Predator results, rather. Uh, they had the win as they hosted the Anaheim Not-So-Mighty Ducks, 3-2. to two. He had goals from Trennan, Michael Granlin, and uh, Johansson. UC Soros had 29 saves in the victory. Predators, man, they took a little bit of a hit in the last couple of years. I think they're on their way back. I think they're turning that corner. They're going to be a force to reckon with, especially they're starting to heat up. Uh, they they did have the loss as they hosted the Golden Knights of Las Vegas uh, during the week. I believe that was Thursday. They lost out in 5-2. to two. Hey, Vegas is heating up, too. And, you know, sometimes you're the fly, sometimes you're the windshield. Uh, it was a good night for Philip Forsberg, who had both goals. Unfortunately, none of his teammates did. Uh, Soros had 30 saves in the losing effort there. Uh, Soros and gang were able to turn it around the very next uh, game as they hosted the New Jersey Devils. They won that one 4-2. to two. He had Tomasino, Carrier, Yossi, and Grenlin, who is really heating up with goals in that one. Soros, 23 saves in the victory there. Then they, uh, let's see, I think it was earlier today. Was it earlier today or maybe Saturday? Either way, they had the loss in Colorado. Just kind of a random trip because uh, their upcoming games are all at home. But they had the loss to Colorado, six to two. Colorado's pretty good. Coonan and Duchesne with the goals there. David Riddick, twenty-nine saves in the losing effort. Hey, dude's a quality backup though. He is. Uh, he's turning into the new Soros since Soros is the new Pecorino. As far as being starter and backup, let's let's hold our horses on saying that uh, Soros is already at Rene's level, but Rene's a legend. Soros could get there. Press fans understand, right? You guys know that Soros is quality. Uh, let's see upcoming schedule for the Nashville Predators. Tuesday they host the Columbus Blue Jackets. 8 o'clock puck drop there. Thursday, they will host the Boston Bruins, who are heating up as well. 
you got Pasta, you got uh, Taylor Hall, you got, uh, dang it, gosh, we're going to talk about somebody from Boston coming. Oh, their goalie, Jeremy Swayman, who is uh, having a fantastic time at uh, shutting down opposing teams. Yeah, Boston's a team that are, are uh, you don't like to see uh, late in the playoffs. I don't like to see them early in the playoffs. But either way, they will host Boston on Thursday, 8 p.m. puck drop there. And on Saturday, 7 p.m. puck drop, they will welcome in the Montreal Canadiens. Something big happened with the Canadiens that I will address in the NHL headlines. It uh, it wasn't shocking given where that team has fallen this year. But, hey, they, they're having some issues, and we'll get into those. Let's move on. Let's go to the Carolina Hurricanes. And once again, if you are new to the show, not only welcome, but we cover the Hurricanes and the Predators because if you live in the local Atlanta area or surrounding uh, southern area, uh, these are the two closest teams to us. Probably after that would be Tampa and then uh, the Florida Panthers. Then after that, you got to start doing math and figuring out mileage and things like that. But uh, we talk Canes and Preds. It's also, if you're in the Atlanta market, these are the uh, the, the local broadcasts we get, whether it's Valley Sports or, or ESPN or things like that. So, uh, And they're also two fun teams to talk about, two great organizations. But Hurricanes, they, uh, they had a rough go of it this week. They had the loss in San Jose. In overtime, two to one, where Tony D'Angelo had the lone goal. Antti Ranta had 25 saves in the losing effort. They lost to the Kraken in Seattle, two to one. Brendan Smith had the lone goal there. Frederick Anderson had 20 saves with the loss. They had the win in Philadelphia. Always a good time if you can beat the Flyers, six to three. You want to know where the goals were before then? Well, they were saving them up for Philadelphia, apparently. Sebastian Ajo had a double-double, otherwise known as two goals. He had a double. Bartender, he had a double. We'll say it that way. Svestikov, Jesper Faust, Lorenz, and Kokinemi all had goals in that one. That would be one, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. Antti Ranta with 20 saves in the win there. And then earlier today, that darn Ovechkin, which we'll talk about him again, or him here in a minute. We always have our weekly Ovechkin watch because he continues to break records and continues to get closer on some of the crazier ones. But uh, Washington able to get the 4-2 to victory over the Canes. Nita Ryder and Kokanemi had the goals there. Frederick Anderson with the 21 saves in the losing effort. It happens. Upcoming schedule for our Hurricanes. Tuesday, they will be in Dallas to take on the Stars. 8.30 puck drop there. Hey, and I'm telling you, if you get the Canes broadcast, when you get uh, Mike Maniscalco and Trip Tracy, sometimes you get Shane Willis. Hey, Mike's been on this show before. Friend of the show, and we're a fan of his. Uh, they both do a fantastic job. I love watching the home broadcast or, or the Canes broadcast whether they're on the road, whether they're at home, they, they do a fantastic job. And uh, I recommend it's It's a must watch. If you get, if you, if you don't have a team 
Or if your team's not playing, watch the Hurricanes. Watch the Predators, too. But as far as the uh, the overall commentary and everything, kind of a little biased on the uh, on the Canes side of things there. But uh, Tuesday in Dallas, Thursday they host the Ottawa Senators. Once again, the Gladiators that we talk about are the ECHL affiliate of them. That is a 7 p.m. puck drop on Thursday. And Saturday they will host the Buffalo Sabres. 7.30 puck drop there. Both those teams are just loaded with stars. That's what makes them such a fantastic watch when you get the, the opportunity to, uh, with the Predators, you know, Forsberg and Yossi and Grandlin and Duchesne, uh, Johansson, Saros, all those guys, established stars. And there's, there's other ones on the team that uh, Trennan and Kunin and Tomasino, Carrier, they're developing just as well. You go to the Canes, Sebastian Ajo is is more than the emerging star. He's already kind of a star. Uh, Shvestikov is fantastic. Jesper Faust has stars for people like the Rangers before. Niederreiter. They uh, bringing in Brendan Smith. D'Angelo's emerging. The Canes have just knocked it out of the park with with their roster building, whether it was whether it was through the draft that they have just nailed a ton of their draft picks, or whether they they uh, get free agents, it helps when you have the reigning coach of the year in gosh, I just forgot his name. What is his name? Gosh, that is going to bug me. And I am going to catch crap for not remembering that. See, it is. Rod Brendamore. God, man, I am going to catch so much crap for that. Rod Brendamore, reigning coach of the year. People want to play for him. That's why it makes being a free agent, pulling in these free agents, uh, a little bit easier. Definitely a little bit easier. Uh, let's see. Let's talk Atlanta Gladiators. Oh, I forgot Frederick Anderson on the Canes. Toronto kind of was kind of baking him in the oven, and by the time they, they came out to present him, he swapped over to the Canes, and, and uh, he's he's been more than than uh, more than great behind the net. But Ronta is a, a, a journeyman as well, who who can hold down the fort. It helps. Uh, like I said, Gladiator news notes and overall funness. This week they had the they've had a rough go over here lately too. Even though they're still scoring goals, which is good. I say that, and uh, beginning of the week, they lost while hosting the Orlando Solar Bears one to nothing. Did not score a goal, but Parks had 26 saves. Tyler Parks is really good, so is Chris Nell, who are their two main goalies at the moment. I say that because in the ECHL and AHL, you can see people go up and down all the time. Uh, Parks is one who definitely could get called up. Nell as well. He's He's been around long enough that he can do it.
Uh, let's see. They had the win as they hosted Greenville earlier in the week, four to three. Gabe Gertler, uh, Pellick, and uh, Hugo Wah added two goals there. Parks had 42 saves. That's a lot. I would say your average goaltender is going to have between 28 and 30 saves on a good night. The fact that he had to make 42 saves mean Greenville was pushing hard. Uh, they had the loss as they hosted South Carolina 2-1. to one. The captain, Derek Nesbitt, with the lone goal there. Chris Nell, 22 saves in the losing effort. They also lost in South Carolina earlier today, 4-3 to three in overtime. Once again, Hugo Wah, uh, Topatai had a goal as well, and the captain, Derek Nesbitt, who was heating up. Uh, Parks, 34 saves in the victory there. Or no, in the in the loss, rather. Their upcoming schedule. Wednesday, I mean, pretty much this whole week, they're in Norfolk. Because on Wednesday, 7.30 puck drop, they take on the Norfolk Admirals. On Friday, they're in Norfolk to take on the Admirals. 7.30 puck drop there. And also 7.30 puck drop on Saturday, they face... I'll give you three guesses. First two don't count. Yep. This is like Blue's Clues. I'm asking for your help here. You're yelling at the at whatever device you listen to this show on. Yep. You got it. You guys are smart. They're facing the Norfolk Admirals. It's Norfolk Admirals week, apparently. But um, I feel like we can take at least two of those three. And uh, the good thing is they can stay in town all week. They don't have to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But uh, good luck to the Glads, Canes, and Preds in their upcoming schedules. We will get to uh, standings and other things at the end of the show. Or, I guess we get to them now, couldn't we? We're good. Let's get to the standings now, then, before we get into topics. Where is it? There it is. We're going to try to get that pull up. There we go. We're going to do it by division because that's more fun. You guys know that. It's more fun. All right. Here we go. In the Metropolitan Division which is where you'll find the Carolina Hurricanes. Right now, with their win, Washington leads with 33 points. Carolina right behind with 31. That's how big that game was. The Rangers with 29. Columbus Blue Jackets with 24. Pittsburgh also has 24, which is just crazy. Uh, 22 for the New Jersey Devils. Philadelphia with 20. And the New York Islanders have fallen off greatly with only 12 points. But Carolina definitely one of the best teams in the East. They are by far one of the top two teams in the Metro. So the fact that they're set at number two and just a couple points behind Washington, I feel pretty good. They're, they can beat every team in that division. Let's go to the Atlantic. Let's stay in the East and go to the Atlantic. The Florida Panthers and Toronto Maple Leafs are tied 
with 31 points. It is complete, completely insane that uh, South Florida and Toronto would be in the same division, but they didn't ask my opinion. Four points behind them in third is the Tampa Bay Lightning. They are the back-to-back champs, so can't discount them. In fourth place, the Detroit Red Wings. We'll talk a little bit about them shortly. Boston's got 22, 19 for Buffalo, 14 for Montreal. It's going to have a lot to do with our news here in a minute. And the Ottawa Senators with nine. Could be similar things happening in Ottawa. Let's go to the West. Where in the central of the Western Division, Minnesota has a four-point lead at 29 points over St. Louis, who has 25. 24 for Winnipeg in third, 23 for Colorado and Nashville, but Colorado holds the slight tiebreaker. So Nashville is in fifth. The Dallas Stars have 22, Chicago has 16, and Arizona holding down the fort with 10. Let's go to the Pacific. Edmonton has 30 points. Calgary has 29. Third place, Anaheim has 25. 24th, Vegas. Got to watch Vegas, man. They can come in and pound you. San Jose has come a little bit back down to earth after, uh, I didn't think they were going to be very good this year. Them or L.A., and suddenly they've uh, they've done some pretty good things. But uh, San Jose with 23 in fifth place. Sixth place, Los Angeles. The Kings have 21. The Kraken have kind of fallen back down to earth after a good start as well. They've got 15 points, and the Vancouver Canucks have 14. So, yeah, I mean, it's looking pretty good. Nashville hanging around for one of the wild card spots in the West. And uh, Carolina potentially getting a top spot in the East. They, you know, are in a three-way tie for the second best record in in the East. How can you, how can you possibly beat that? Now, let's go. Let's go to the ECHL to see where our gladiators are. And I can tell you, they're a bit lower than we'd like them to be, but it is what it is. They're still doing all right. Here we go. In the South. They are in the South Conference of the Eastern Division. The Florida Everblades have 21 points. The Orlando Solar Bears have 19 Jacksonville Icemen have 18. The Norfolk Admirals, who we will see all week long, have 17. The Atlanta Gladiators sitting in fifth place with 16. The Stingrays of South Carolina with 15. Greenville Swamp Rabbits have 12. So we're hanging on. We're hanging on. We're going to make it. Trust me, we're going to make it. All right. NHL headlines. Things I wanted to mention or discuss. Detroit has a rookie named Lucas Raymond who is off to not only a great start, he had the overtime winner versus Buffalo the other day. Detroit is somebody who has hit on a bunch of draft picks. Suddenly all these young players want to play, and they're playing well. It's about time to see Detroit back on top. When I was a kid, when I got into hockey, they were on top. It's about time to see them back. Uh, Of all people to stop the Panthers from breaking a record, at one time the Panthers – started off with 11 straight home wins this season. 
They almost had number 12, and who stopped them? Well, it was the Seattle Kraken, who haven't won many games, but they won that one. Jumbo Joe Pavelski ended up with his 400th goal. Great for Jumbo Joe. Uh, he's, he's hung around the league long enough. He can still score goals. He's just a, he's a great ambassador for the game. Uh, suddenly, Chicago is surging. Led by Patrick Kane and Alex Dabrinkit. These two, when they pair up on the same line, it's really hard to stop them. I mean, it doesn't really matter who the other winger is. They've been doing fantastic things. Ovechkin watch, he had a hat trick the other night. And as of as of this uh, broadcast, he has 749 goals. I believe in order to pass, he's in fourth all by himself. In order to pass number three, Yamir Yager, who has 766. So quick math of that, he would need 18, 18, 17, 18. He would need 18 to pass him. There's a good chance the way he scores goals, he could do that by February. In February, we could be talking about Alexander Ovechkin, who could still play for many more years in third place, only behind Gordie Howe and Gretzky for the goal lead. Is that not insane? That's just insane. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl wins the race to the first player to 20 goals. He had a lot of help from Connor McDavid. They're the best one-two punch in the NHL by far. It's another one of those, hey, if your teams aren't playing or you don't have a team, watch Edmonton. They're a lot of fun to watch. They don't always win a lot, but they score a lot. Uh, the, in, in two of, er, This is the most bizarre thing, and then I'll get into the other two bigger topics. Uh, Brendan Lemieux of the Kings is currently on disciplinary suspension because he bit Brady Fachuk. Yeah. There was a slight altercation, and he just bit him. So now we're back to having players who bite other players. My guess is he gets suspended for at least six games in this one, and it, it, this needs to be an in-person disciplinary meeting where they just look him in the eye and say, this stops. If you do it again... We're talking 15 games or something. You can't, you can't have people biting people. It's just, it's unheard of. It's stupid. It's, it's what, you know, a, a kid does who doesn't know better. And I think even kids make better decisions than that. But we'll see how, what he gets handed down there. Like I said, he is on disciplinary suspension until his hearing, and then you go from there. Last I heard, he's not gonna, he's not gonna appeal any of it. So he knows he's gonna get in trouble. Uh, the reason why today's episode is called Citizen Kane is because, well, the San Jose Sharks have waived forward Evander Kane, who was almost to the end of his 21-game suspension for a COVID violation. And his COVID violation was he had a fake COVID card, and they proved it. And so he was towards the end of it. I believe he would have been he could have been active as of Tuesday. Instead, they have decided to waive him, which means if he clears waivers within the next couple days, he will be sent down to the AHL affiliate of the Sharks, the San Jose Barracuda. Yeah, one of the top players in the league, taken number four overall in like 2009 by the Thrashers, is going to be in the AHL because he can't get his head together. Hopefully he's able to rebound. We see him back in the league, but this is not the first goofy thing he's done. So kind of is what it is at that point. And then lastly, I've talked a lot 
about things going on in Montreal. Well, Montreal were the runner-up in the Stanley Cup Finals last year after motoring past everybody. They have let their GM go. Yep, Mark uh, Bergevin is now out. They have hired Jeff Gordon of New York, New York Rangers failure fame in the last couple of years. He is uh, just an executive over player personnel now. Uh, he's just going to kind of run the day-to-day until they figure out what they're actually going to do. But Montreal goes from being the runner-up in last year's Stanley Cup final to being the next-to-last team in their in their conference. They they had 14 points. We just talked about it in the standings. It's They've completely fallen out of grace. It's had a lot to do with they are missing a lot of their stars. Shea Weber is not playing. Uh, Carey Price had to take uh, a lot of time off to get his head straight. So when you're missing a lot of your big stars, suddenly you can't go on the run you did before. Those kind of things happen. We wish the best for those players, though, whether they need to get healthy mentally or physically or whatever it is. It's always good to see the stars out there. But at the end of the day, and at the beginning of the day, it's about being a good human. We want those humans to be healthy. But that is going to do it for us this week. Shout out to all you amazing people who allow us to come on and talk hockey each and every week. This has been Board Check, Citizen Kane. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go Preds, go Canes, go Glads, go watch hockey.